Coming up on this episode of Up for Debate, it's our conclusion to our Super Bowl prop bets. Last week we made them, this week we talk about them. How many succeeded, how many failed, and how many we didn't even get to try out. We're going to recap everything Super Bowl related in this episode of Up for Debate. Stick with us. This is Up for Debate, episode number 44, recorded February 11th, 2016. Super Bowl prop bet payouts. Hello, everybody, and welcome to this episode of Up for Debate, the podcast that is all sizzle and no steak. I'm Sean Jennings, joined as always by the blind man himself, Mr. Blindfold, <laughs> um, Matt Matt Mariani. Matt, what uh, what goofy thing are you doing there? Oh, you know, I, I actually. The fans of the of the site probably don't know this, but um, this past week was my birthday on, uh, I think, on Tuesday. So one of my birthday gifts I got was this nifty sleep mask. And why are you wearing it now? Uh, that's a good question there, Mr. <laughs> Sean. Are you I trying guess, to fall asleep? I, Is the show so boring? You'd rather must just... Be, no, I, I, you know, I, the first time I tried it out was actually... Uh, during the Super Bowl, because I was so humiliated for the Panthers, I guess, and for everyone involved, really. Yeah, the commercials and the the halftime show wasn't all that great. Wow, feel like everything was just kind of okay. Well, this might have been the most lukewarm Super Bowl in history. Well, and do you think part of that too is the fact that that there was this unbelievable hype and lead up to Super Bowl Fifty? This was supposed to be at the greatest halftime, the greatest game, the greatest event. You know, they they blew out all the stops. Yeah, they wheeled out all the uh, all the the quarterbacks, the uh, the historical fogies. The um... but I and I will you know uh, we can dive in here, but I will say of the things I liked of the Super Bowl, one of them was the sort of historical look back nature and cbs did a shit ton of of specials and and segments and interviews and like when they brought all the super bowl mvps out i thought that was cool um maybe a little too much of it but i actually did respect a lot of that and it was interesting and it was cool that they could celebrate all these guys um who played in the league um over the last you know more than 50 years um that part of it I actually did enjoy, and I thought a lot of that content was pretty good. Yeah, the the opening was was really good. The um, the stars coming out. I thought that Lady Gaga did a great job. Oh my doing, goodness, the, she was fantastic. The, the national anthem that was fantastic. No, um, she was of course, great. though, then people immediately parried, parodied her, comparing her dress to the uh, lady from the Hunger Games. Yep, I don't know if you saw that, but yep. that, that was a big meme. Going around, they also had a, another another comical meme. They uh, they turned Chris Martin into Left Shark. Oh, did they? About <laughs> about as useful. He was kind of in the background for most of the halftime show, and we'll get into that later because a lot of the a lot of our um, prop bets were uh, directly related to the uh, the halftime show. Um, but yeah, I I don't I don't really know if I can remember another like kind of. I mean, there have been a couple. There have definitely been a couple Super Bowls that have been kind of lackluster. Honestly, the last time the Broncos played. 
Oh, that well, that was that was at least memorably bad. That was memorably terrible. I don't remember a single thing about that game, to be honest. Maybe it was what just, I was doing at the time. Just that it was bad, but other than yeah, that. Yeah, just the fact that it was a complete blowout. This game happened nary a week ago, and I, I still can't remember a specific thing that I would like to be like, but, to look back on and be like, well, that was something big. I mean, maybe that, that fumble, Cam fumbled. Yeah. But... No, there was, was it was predictable crazy. football. Yeah, there's no but, helmet catch. But I, no... I think part of the reason why it seems boring is because, and, and I know I'm going to misquote the statistic, but I'll I'll guarantee it's close. Something like seven out of the last nine or seven out of the last ten Super Bowls were within one possession in the last three minutes or, you know, whatever. The st- I know I read it, but a statistic where just it's unusual how many of the last whatever number of Super Bowls have been really close up to the end. And I think that's why... I would not call it a bad game of football. It had its moments. No, but, definitely not. But you know, it was it was the first it was the first Super Bowl since like 92 where a uh, nobody threw a touchdown. Oh. Um because it was the only ones that they had were running. Um mm-hmm. it was I mean it was just it was just not not an exciting game. Not that it was a bad game, but I think we're just so spoiled. Yeah. With the games I, we've had. I was, was going to say, I think it was a primarily defensive game. It was it a was. very strong And defensive football defensive is boring. Yeah. It's, it is. It's what? not exciting. It's not exciting to to watch as someone who isn't a devotee of the game. Right. I think if you're if you're very highly analytical about the game and you're a purist, then right. the defensive football is your dream, you know, because mm-hmm. it's like, you know, pl- all that playing hard and that grit, grit versus grit. I th- I think I just I would have liked to have seen Cam dab a little bit. <laughs> he didn't get the chance to dab, and no. I, I was no, he didn't earn that because it did not go well for him. He didn't get any dabs in. He didn't get any Supermans in. No, he didn't get to give the ball to a fan. Nope. He didn't do, get to do any of the things that Cam does. Nope. Although he did get to throw several tantrums, many great epic tantrums, <laughs> Super Bowl tantrums, Super um, Bowl tantrums. Meanwhile, Peyton got to go. Uh, Kiss Papa John and drink a lot of Budweiser. So, yeah. um, good for him. He got to him. humiliate himself in his own special Peyton way. That's exactly right. Well, uh, <laughs> Matt, let's let's dig in. Um, I'm thinking let's start with our prop bets and we'll work our way through chronologically. Yeah, sounds um, good. And then if there's anything else about the game we want to talk about that we missed, we'll we'll jump in there. Um, during the show, I was live tweeting at Up for Debate TV um, how our bets were going. We talked about them on last week's episode, episode 43. We made what, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven bets. I got them written on these pink post its here because I've, right. I, I don't have a real notebook. Um, <laughs> eleven different bets we made. Um, and Matt, the, the sad thing is, I, I, will t- I won't tell you who wins just yet, but our final cumulative wins between both of us. Is three of eleven, so overall we didn't do well. <laughs> overall, it was a disaster. Now oh let's start with the bets that did not apply. Right, we bet on um, what does what dance does Cam Newton do when he scores his first touchdown? You said he would Superman. I said he would dance solo, not Supermaning or dabbing. Matt, turns out Cam Newton didn't actually score a touchdown. So <laughs> he didn't actually score. That's a bit of a wash. So yeah, I, I guess uh, none of us, neither of us, really thought of that option, huh? No. Well, 
<laughs> a lot of these bets, when we start getting into some of these, it's like, it's who funny, would have thought? We didn't even entertain that. We didn't even say, like, well, what if he doesn't score a touchdown? Of course he's going to score a touchdown because he's Cam Newton. It's obvious. And he can pass. We had a whole separate bet at what he would do with the – not even whether or not he would score, what he would do with the ball. It was kind of a given that he would score at least once, and then he didn't. You would think. I mean, this team put up crazy points this year. Wait till we get to our MVP speech where I bet separately for Peyton Manning and Cam Newton, not even allowing the opportunity for there to be a third person to win the MVP. So <laughs> there were a lot of assumptions going around, namely from oh, me. Yeah. But, so we didn't get to do that one. Like I said, we also didn't get to do the Cam Newton, what does he do with the ball after his touchdown? Now, uh, I said no, he would not give it to a kid in the stands, although if he did, it would be a girl. And you said yes, he would give it to a fan in the stands, and if he did, it would be a girl. Um, now, Boy. I... I watched the game, obviously, so did everyone in America. I did not see any kids near the end zones the few times they were there. I was not paying, paying that attention. Close attention. Yeah, I don't think anyone was, but I was thinking ahead, like, well, what if he does score? Um, yeah. So obviously neither of us win, but I still think it would have been unlikely because of the way the game was set up. But, you know, who takes their kids to a Super Bowl? No, rich, mommy and daddy. Well, no, mommy and daddy. Contest rich winners. Con- what kid wins a Super Bowl ticket contest? No, like the parents win oh. the contest for the family. I don't know. Or, I don't know. But I think there are situ- there are scenarios Matt, where a kid would want- find their way in there. Fun fact for you: mini yeah. Super Bowl fun fact. Before we get into the actual bets we made uh, that actually happened, um, guess how much the average person at Levi Stadium for the game spent in concessions. On average, on, on the average? day of the Super Bowl, yes. What was the Give average the person, purchase? One hundred and fifty dollars. One hundred and fifty-one dollars, Matt. Wow. Fifty. Yeah, mm-hmm. I know it. It was one hundred and fifty-one. You were you were one dollar off. One hundred fifty-one. Yes, you were. Wow, wow. that's. I was astonishingly close. That, I was shocked. That was oh great. Oh my gosh. Yes, very good, Matt. I never win things like that. <laughs> I'm never even on That's the mark on things well like that. Well within the margin of error. That's fantastic. Yeah, $151 and some change per person. And that bought you a beer and a hot dog. Um, oh, great. No, a beer no, and no, a hot no. dog. No, no, no. I did see, what was it? A draft beer was $15. Bottled okay. water was $7. So yeah. I don't think they got a lot for that $151. <laughs> no. Levi Stadium has an app where you can order and they'll bring the food right to your seat. Yeah. Did that apply during the Super Bowl? I believe it did. Yeah. I believe it did. So, Um, all right. So now we'll go in sequential order, um, at least how I tweeted them, starting with the national anthem, as you mentioned, Matt. Lady Gaga sang it. Um, Most people were pretty happy with it. I was happy with it. But I was watching it. I actually had a timer running on my phone while she did it. And the way she sang it, she didn't do any crazy notes. So, because like a lot of the singers these days, and you know, you know, and the, you know, they, and they just, yeah. they stretch it. They stretch it out. We talked about this last week that like, what was it? Whatever. 90% of the last couple of years, they've all gone over and we both bet the over. Um, but this was controversial, Matt. This is Uh-oh. the most controversial because according to my research, about 50, 50, depending on your sports book, hmm. you might've won or lost this because if you listen to Lady Gaga's performance at the end with brave, the last word, you know, the home of the brave. And then she stops. And then she goes, the brave. Oh, she and does she it, again. it again. She goes back. Depending okay. on your sports book, right? And the, 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 according to my math, if you didn't count it, 
didn't count the second brave, it was 209. The line was 215, and if you did wow. count it, it was 222. So actually, depending... It all came down to that. It all came to, I was cheering at home great. because I didn't think they counted yeah. the second. Or I thought they counted the longer one, which meant we won. Um, yeah. But apparently, according to my research, some sports books aren't counting the second one and are measuring it at about 209. I would count it. I don't see why you wouldn't count it. It's still, she was still, it's, singing. She's still singing. She's still it's, singing. Uh, absolutely. It's count crazy it. to me. I just think these, I, these places don't want to pay out. I think that's exactly it. I think it's which, whichever one is going to save them the most money is the one they're going to go with. But for the purpose of our bet, I'm going to say, yeah, I think that we should count it. She's still singing. It's still part of the song, even though it's not like she, I mean, technically she finished the lyrics, but she's still singing the song Absolutely. as she was singing it. Right. I think from the moment she starts to the moment she says, thank you, God bless America or whatever, however her send off is. I think that's the song. I, I, honestly, it's not rocket science to know when someone stops singing. Exactly. Right? You don't overthink it. Um, not rocket science here on the uh, <laughs> debate, up for the debate. No, for sure. So we won that one. Um, but it's a wash because we both bet the yeah. same thing. So right, right. Um, we're not, we won't count that. Um, the next one up chronologically, the coin flip. Now, of course, this year they were flipping the Super Bowl 50 coin where heads was gold and tails was the silver side of the coin. Um, yep. And they did the flip. Matt, you bet tails. Yep. I bet heads. Now, you had a slight advantage because over the history of the Super Bowl, tails has won 51.9% of the time. So you had a very slight advantage. Um, although, actually, it really is only 50-50. It's really, yeah. you know. It's always 50-50. Well, guess what, Matt? You got the right 50 because you picked tails and it was indeed tails all right now i'm gonna bring up my own bit of controversy with that one whoa okay so you you mentioned and i didn't know this because the referee when the when the panthers had the referees the referee said carolina has won the toss it is tails or it is tails carolina has won the toss Mm -hmm. i didn't know i guess i wasn't paying close enough attention that half of the coin was gold and the other half was silver correct me if i'm wrong don't those have different weights? <laughs> Matt, the, oh, you're funny. No, they're painted, Matt. They're not actually gold oh, and okay. actually silver. All right, all right. They're, all they're right. painted, ceremonial. They're painted. Okay, all right. Because if they if they were different metals, but, I would have to pull Pete Carroll on that one. But and I would have to argue. But, or, or would it be pulling a Bill Belichick? Probably. Or would it be pulling pulling a Robert Rivera? Because you see, you see. Belichick would argue something like that play definitely because he's so he's so detail focused or detail oriented. Yeah. He would feel that that would, he would. be playing. A, oh, yeah. No, he'd have run out game. on the field at that point. But I wonder Rivera likes to challenge a lot. I wonder if a coin let's assume for a second. This is like a science question. Let us let's assume yeah, for a second exactly. that it is exactly equal 50 50 quantity of oh, even if one size the, heavier. It's an even distribution. Okay, equal distribution right. of a different element. Right. So it doesn't matter that one side's heavier. It's just that there's it's equally spread. I wonder if the flip is still affected. I would say, oh, if you're saying if they're if they're the same weight. No, 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 no. Two different weights. I'm just saying, yeah. you know, it's they're they're spread out evenly. The weight's still yeah. The weight's definitely affected because their weight is different. But in a, so and, it has a different pull. One way or the other. Yeah, but I'm saying, would there be enough, assuming one is gold and one is silver, and I don't know the exact weight difference, 
I'm picturing... Is there enough of a difference to oh. affect... Because you're already adding force to the flip. Right. So I'm wondering if... Whether or not that would actually make a difference. I agree, it would be heavier on one side. But if you flipped it 100 times, hypothetically, it should be 50-50. Is it 51-49? Is it 60-40? Is it 80-20? I yeah, tend to think really it wouldn't make that big of a difference. But I don't know shit about science. <laughs> so... And gold is heavier than silver. Well, I know that. I was going to say, obviously, yes, and gold is heavier than silver. It would definitely, it would, obviously, it would make, it would make a difference if you put them, consider that you put the coin in water, in a tank of water. I think it would definitely, you know, you would think the gold would weigh, would be the side that would be weighed down yes. and it would flip so that silver was facing up and gold was facing down 100% of the time. Yes. If you if it was just sitting well, and then let to drop, yeah. Uh, but if you tossed it into a swimming one. pool with a flipping action, right? Would and, that, and, and the water would also slows the motion. Serve. I just wonder if the motion of the flip cancels out any advantage you get from the weight. Well, I, I guess we're gonna have to try a, uh, an <laughs> get experiment. A, get get a perfectly balanced gold and silver coin. We'll have to change our name to Up for Experiments. Up for Experiments. But I'm I pretty like sure it. that's another podcast. That, yes, and one we are vastly underqualified <laughs> to get anywhere near. Let Vast. me be crystal clear. <laughs> um, okay, let's uh, let's continue on. So, Matt, you're up one zero at this point. Yeah. The first half goes by. None of our bets get touched. Right. We know. Cam doesn't score any touchdowns, so we didn't go any of that, which means we get right to the halftime bets. Yeah. Now, right off the bat, I want to get out of the way. Will we see Left Shark again was a bet that you could make. Mm -hmm. We both bet no. Yeah. And the good news is we were correct. It's a wash, so nobody gets points. But yeah. um, Unless you count Chris Martin. Unless you count Chris the, Martin, right. The spiritual Left Shark. That's exactly right. Um, but we had a debate about what songs Coldplay would play. Would they play their older stuff or their newer stuff? We categorized it as, as um, Viva La Vida, forward and back. Um, you took the newer stuff, I took the older. And then you also took a side bet where you thought you knew their opener and closer songs. You said they would open with Paradise and close with Fix You. Matt, as our resident Coldplay expert, how did we do? Uh, well, well, first with the side bet, I was very wrong. They they did Paradise. <laughs> it was just not their opener. They did not play Fix You at all. Um, what did they open? Didn't they open with Sky Full of Stars? Well, I'm I'm looking up the set list right here. Or was it Adventure of a Lifetime? It was one. It was definitely they opened with a new song, briefly, very briefly, and then then Viva La Vida was like the real opener. Yeah, yeah. So they did a couple lyrics from one song, and then they went right to Viva La Vida. Oh, these are guesses. Like, um. But in general, while you look up the set list, in uh -huh. general, I think we were both – we were both uh, – it was another situation just like when we bet about Cam Newton dancing or giving the football away or the MVP. We, 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 there was a third option where Coldplay barely played anything at all. Bruno Mars and Beyonce stole the show and now everybody's talking about Beyonce and barely anybody even remembers Coldplay was there. Um, but – you can't blame us, though, can you? Because I think they really build Coldplay as the uh, they build Coldplay as the halftime show. At least the advertisers did. I thought. So. So here's the. On this show, 
I like to represent my own opinions, but I also like to represent the opinions of the fans, right? Because they don't often agree. Your average person, per se. Your average person is saying, I don't know why Coldplay was there. Beyonce and Bruno Mars were great, right? Would you say that's fair? Mm, yeah, okay. probably. For the most part. I, however, am saying, why wasn't there more Coldplay? Swear yeah. to God, I was sitting out. <laughs> so I, so I, I went to a, a Super Bowl party that was with some some people I knew and some people I didn't really know who were there. Um, and it was, in my opinion, not a great party. They were actually kind of annoying and rude through most of it. So, um, But during the, the show, the whole time, they were just shouting because they had all been drinking. Um, well, why is Coldplay listen. here? Nobody likes Coldplay. <laughs> this is <laughs> terrible. This is terrible. Remember, remember, they should have Bruce Springsteen do this. And then I turn and I'm like, he did it like five years ago. Well, they should have him back. <laughs> I'm like, oh my God, it was awful. But it's this perception of Coldplay is boring or Coldplay isn't interesting enough. Well, you know what? Yeah, I that's, that's the big thing that a lot of people in the Twitterverse were saying is that Coldplay was low energy. I'm going to borrow a term from uh, from uh, Donald Trump. that <laughs> they, they were calling him low energy. They were, they're saying that... Uh, they they didn't have the type the yeah, you know, but you know what? they weren't a Super Bowl band. That's shit. That's horseshit. And I'll tell you why. Because this is the same Super Bowl half to- halftime that had U two, yeah, and had Paul McCartney, right, exactly, and had the Rolling Stones today. <laughs> so don't act like they rock out hard. All right. Yes, they've had more exciting halftime shows. I just don't like. I agree. You're right. I don't think it's fair that you bill it as a Coldplay halftime, and yeah. Coldplay barely plays in it. Right. That's uh, that was to me that was a complete bait switch. As as a Coldplay fan. Now most people like the bait I'm and saying. switch. They're like, "Oh, we thought we were getting Coldplay, which sucks." But we got Beyoncé and Bruno Mars. You know, most people are excited for that. But as somebody who likes Coldplay, yeah. Now, I do agree, um and I think we talked about this a little bit last time. I like the idea of the mashup Super Bowl halftime show and I think this was a great highlight of that. Because I yeah. liked the Bruno Mars, Beyonce back and forth coming together singing. That part I did like. Mm-hmm. But then don't have don't invite Coldplay in the first place. Exactly. Why? Why would you have? Why? Why waste them like that? It's very odd. You you and you have to know going in, Beyonce is going to stage them. Right. Right. It, just having They're... them in there. I now I thought my prediction. I thought Beyonce was going to come in, sing the song that she collaborated with Coldplay on off the new album. Maybe do like one or two of her own. Mm-hmm. But you know who really shouldn't have been there? I'll be completely honest. And I don't like him and I don't like his music is Bruno Mars. I think that Bruno Mars. Yeah. Was ju- he was just in the halftime show. Why is he famous? Show. Why is he in the halftime show again? He was just in it last year. I don't think he should have been in it. I think that his presence there was really what detracted the stage away from Coldplay. It should have just been Coldplay and Beyonce. Bruno Mars didn't really need – he didn't have to be there. Three three big acts are too much. If you're going to have two big acts, fine. But – or one. But I thought that uh, the Bruno Mars being there was – was uh, it, it felt like it was too short. Like every like everybody got shortchanged because they had to make time for the clip show, which actually was pretty good. <laughs> I liked that clip show um, of all like the previous Super Bowl yes. uh, halftime shows. That was neat. Um, and it was that was set to uh, clocks, by the way. One of Coldplay's yep. pre pre Viva La Vida songs. Yep. Um, and uh, I don't know. 
my uh, my 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 anti Bruno Mars rant is over. <laughs> I, I I don't mind the guy. It's just we just saw yeah, Beyonce. I, and we I, just I, saw Bruno Mars. I have nothing against him personally. I just am not a fan of his music. And now the only defense I will give him though is he arguably had the biggest song of 2015. One of the biggest songs of 2015. Mm, that's the yeah, only oh, reason I see to invite. Him. Yeah, his and songs, he did that one song and then he left. Yeah. It was a very popular song. And, you know, if very you're going to do a mashup and invite a bunch of people, he makes sense to invite. But it's a Coldplay halftime show. like. And that's that's why I felt shortchanged. They didn't even play a whole song. Right. They played I their new one with did, Beyonce. That was it. They did kind of, yeah, like snippets of the, of the old songs. And the only one that people who had even remotely heard of Coldplay would have known was Viva La Vida. Or Paradise. Was Paradise was, was pretty big. Yeah, par- yeah, actually, par- Paradise had its place, but... So, so I went and I did the math, uh, and I found the set list, um, or at least what they claim the set list is. I, I have no reason to think that they, they're wrong. Um, according to this, they started with Yellow, which was that little snippet intro. Um, and if we count, do we count that? Was that was that from Yellow? Yeah. Yeah, we'll definitely count that. All right. Well, that counts towards me. Sure. Yeah. Um, after- I thought it was Yellow, and then. As I was, the more I was listening to it, I was like, "Oh, this must be from their new album," because it didn't. Yeah. I guess without the instrumentals, and then all the, that was when all the fans were screaming because yep. they were running out on yep. stage. Which is always one of my least favorite things they do in every halftime show. Is <laughs> the fans show running the out? Fans running out. So dumb. Um, after that, they claim they played "Viva La Vida." Mm-hmm. If you remember, that goes yep. to you. Yep, that well, was, no, that that's, a, that's a break even. That's Neither of us get that because that was that's the midpoint. Yeah. Right. Um, mm-hmm. They played "Paradise." Yep. Which is, which is from Milo Zilato. You get that. Then mm-hmm. they played Adventure of a Lifetime, which you get as well. Yep. After that, they played, uh, they claim they played Fix You with Clocks and that sort of. Yeah. Did they play, was Fix You well, in there? So the way they write it on the website is it was Fix You, it, it was the Clocks intro into yeah. Fix You. And then okay. they mashed in Beautiful Day and Purple Rain as they were doing the highlight. Yeah, see, that's that's was the very thing. Is they didn't even get to do a full song. No. They just got to do a bunch of mashups. But the website counts it as just fix you. So I'm gonna, I will take them on that. Okay. Um, and that's they counted as just fix you. They counted as just fix you according to this set list. Okay. Um, and then they ended with up and up, which is their new song with Beyonce. Now, if you go by this list, uh, Viva Viva La Vida was a wash because we agreed we don't get that. I yeah. had two, Yellow and Fix You, and you had three, Paradise, Up and Up, and Adventure of a Lifetime. So you won that bet of which songs do they play um, yeah. more of. So that puts you up 2-0 on me. However, you did not get the um, the opener the and closers. Bet. Yeah, opener and closer. No, but, they didn't play, but they didn't play both those songs, so you weren't – Yeah. wasn't that but bad, no, I guess. My, my, my bet was the, the order. I thought they were, you know, one was going to be first, the other was going to be last. And, and I think in a normal, like, stadium concert, you're probably right. I, I don't think you would have been wrong, but I just think we yeah. underestimated how much this is more of a Super Bowl halftime show than it is a, a Coldplay concert. And I, I put I myself we, in that yeah. camp as well. Um, and we also underestimated how much Coldplay would be in the supposed <laughs> Coldplay halftime show. Not that I'm still bitter or it's anything. Dumb. You know, but... I just... <laughs> I was the only one sitting there at the party, and I was thinking to myself, like, man, I, I, I want more, Col- I want less Beyonce and more Coldplay. Yeah, you know, that's that's really bummer. I was looking forward to Coldplay. Yeah, 
Well, I mean, you had to you had to know just by inviting Beyonce, she was going to steal the show. And oh my god! I kind of would have been all right with that because I'm not gonna, you know, I'm not in denial. I, I know liked that, when she did the halftime show. That was yeah. a great one. Oh, it was a great. Yeah, I like that was a great halftime show. I'm not in denial. I I, <laughs> I think that you know more people in the world love Beyonce than love Coldplay, no doubt about it. But when you throw Bruno Mars in there too, that's like that's like not even fair to Coldplay. Mm-hmm. How are you gonna do that? Like, yeah, I didn't think Coldplay had a fair shot, especially especially when you tell all the fans that this is Coldplay's halftime show and Beyonce is showing up. It wasn't like it wasn't like no. that at all. No. I thought that Coldplay got shortchanged. But if it means that we got to see Beyonce's dancers dressed as Black Panther members to piss off Fox News, I'm all for it. So uh, at least something good came of it. Right. We had uh, there's yeah, there's now there's a lot of controversy. And it, and it was a great day. Uh, just the, the, about that. Yeah. The more I think I about it, I guess there, there's got to be some kind of unwritten rule that something controversial has to happen in a Super Bowl. Well, they do it on purpose. I mean that that wasn't by accident. I, you know, that was they always do this shit on purpose. It's supposed to. There's supposed to be memorable moments. Otherwise, why do it? Right. It, 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 that's really the only memorable thing you remember about that. So then you get more people to tune in next time, right? That's uh, something you can't miss. There was one year I was. Yeah, we talk about CBS running all this history of Super Bowl. They did a uh, a two-hour special history of the Super Bowl halftime show, um, which bummed me out because they did not include the 3D magic show by Elvis Presto in the clip <laughs> no, package. No, I didn't see that. Which really, I was waiting. Which really bugged me. <laughs> Elvis Presto. Elvis Presto. What a perfect magician. Oh, my God. They're great. If you have a chance, go on YouTube and watch. <laughs> you don't even have to watch a performance. Watch the Bob Costas introduction where he sounds like he's at gunpoint. Having to explain because he does like a three minute introduction explaining like what because it's weird. So they're like, what you know, he's like, what you're about to see is the biggest magic trick ever done. And we're doing it in 3D. And he sounds like he does not want to be there. It's hilarious. Um, anyway, this is going to go just about as well as you'll expect it to go. <laughs> and it did not go great. Um, I totally forgot what my point was. My, I mean, what, when- what was I getting at? When did the Super Bowl stop treating the halftime show like your five-year-old son's birthday party? That's what I want to know. I guess it must have been uh, when they, they brought sync out there. What point was I getting at? Seriously, I can't even remember. You were definitely going to say that they should do another magic show. If you- <laughs> In the near no, future. Another another one you should look next, up too like the is next one. It, you know what? Maybe the maybe Elvis Presto could have made Bruno Mars disappear. That would have been great. I was hoping they'd bring him back. Mm. But they didn't. No, you, you by the way, you should also check out Winter Magic, which yeah. is a, sh- a big song and dance show they did in Minneapolis years back in the 90s. Uh, Winter Magic. Oh, it's yeah. bad. Um I forgot what I was going to say. Damn. All right. I guess I'm just gonna have to let that one go. It was a yeah. really good point too. I I know it was a really good point. Um. But yeah, the Super Bowl halftime is is all about spectacle, and to some oh, degree we got it, but at the expense of Coldplay. Yeah, unfortunately. This unfortunately. Year. Um. All right. After the halftime show, I do want to get to our ex- what I call our extreme bets. Um. We had the wager uh, power outage. Would there be a power yeah. outage? I said yes, and you said no. Yeah, you took the long shot. I took the long shot. Now, Matt, we have to decide. Hypothetically, this means you get a point. Because on anyone we don't agree with, we have to assign a point. Right. 
And I took the uh, the risk, which means you did. You get a point. Yeah. That makes you that puts you up three zero. Yeah. It it's does. not good for me. We also bet would there be an earthquake, and we both said no, and we were correct. Yeah. Obviously. Um. All right. After that, we had the now, uh, yes. something I wanted to touch on real quick with the ex- that extreme bet before we go on. Yeah. Um And and I was texting you this. Mm-hmm. Um. As it was happening, we didn't account for the fact that a lot of the Super Bowl, or if we did account for it, we didn't talk about it on the show. I don't think we mentioned it. Is that a good a good majority, or at least a good chunk of the Super Bowl was taking place during daylight hours? I didn't even realize that it was on the West Coast. Didn't even realize that. And with the time difference, you know, kickoff on uh, Eastern Standard Time was six thirty, right? And um, putting that on West Coast hours, that's what three o'clock in the afternoon. Um, well, any well uh, and you- two. Two o'clock, two thirty. It's a, well, it's a, yeah. Kickoff was six thirty, so three thirty. Three um, thirty. Yeah. But you also have to remember too, the last. Uh, well, okay, now I got to look up the la- the list of the previous Super Bowl locations. Um, yeah. List of Super well, last year. Bowl locations. Um. I Super think we Bowl. had. Um, um. I just can't remember. Was last year the one in, in host, um, host cities and regions? Arizona. Um, oh, can you can you guess which stadium has hosted the most Super Bowls with seven? I think it's the Superdome. It is the Superdome. Look yeah. at you. Sure. Yeah. Um, but must... most of the recent Super Bowls have all happened in indoor stadiums. Yes. The only one I can think I'm trying to find a list. The only one I can think of recently that has been outdoors was MetLife Stadium back in 2014. And that, yes. And it was on the East Coast, so you're going to get dark early. And it was in the, you know, it's the middle of winter, so it gets dark here pretty early. But, you know, Lucas Oil Stadium, AT&T Stadium, uh, University of Phoenix Stadium, um, NRG Stadium. Uh, or reliant, and well, now it's energy. Um, all, all with, all with roofs. And next year yeah. is going to be, um, it will be at back at Energy Stadium the following year at U.S. Bank Stadium, the new um, Vikings facility, which is yeah. which has a roof. So uh, we're not used to seeing an outside Super Bowl. Period. Um, mm. it, it's been a right. long time. Even Ford Field in '06. Um, you know. So yeah, generally. With indoor stadiums, requires extra energy to power the lights. Yep. Um, but this one, because it was outdoors, because it was not in an indoor stadium, um, and you had you had natural light, doesn't require as much energy. Obviously, you can leave most of the lights off for a lot of the game, mm-hmm. which you know, no power outage. No, well, and and two, you got to remember. And we talked about this, right? Is is the fact that Levi Stadium is a new stadium, is that a benefit or a detriment? Is it a benefit in that it's new, so you know, you're not afraid wires or you know a loose plug? Yeah. But detriment in that's so new and complicated, they may make a mistake. I think that's the disadvantage to the Superdome, is that that is a beat-up stadium. Let's get real. Um, <laughs> so I don't think it's... It, Matt, if you want to put a wager down, you think the Superdome will ever host another Super Bowl after what happened? Yeah, I'll put a wager down. After I'll hosting say seven? I'll say they will. You think they will? I, say, I think they will. I don't think they will. 
I think there's another super another uh, Super Bowl in there. I think there are enough new domed or fair weather stadiums that because you got to remember they, we said they hosted seven, yeah. But those are 78, 81, 86, 90, 97, and two thousand two, and then two thousand thirteen. But all the ones before that were were you know two thousand two was really where they started kicking off the the, the roofed stadiums. Mm. Because it was one of the few, one of the first exactly, and one of the few indoor stadiums. Exactly. Yeah, I get your, I see your logic, but so I I, I just think that the Superdome is going to be around for a lot longer. I don't think that they they're going. Yeah, to... Yeah, but how much longer will they, the Superdome be around for? That's what I'm saying. The Superdome. Did I say Super Bowl? Yes, you did. I meant Superdome. Super, the Superdome is going to be around for a lot longer. <laughs> you think Hopefully so? It's Super Bowl too, but because by NFL stadium standards. It's I, I got to look at the opening of other stadium current stadiums of the National Football League. Um, it's relatively dated. The only older stadiums are um, Soldier Field, which is the oldest, obviously from twenty four, and Lambeau Field, um, O.Co. Coliseum, which they're trying to get rid of, Qualcomm Stadium, which they're trying to get rid of, and then there's only um, Arrowhead and Ralph Wilson are the only older ones. So it's it's by far one of the oldest stadiums in the league. I think it is, but I think you know what? I think it'll come down to does New Orleans have the funds to build a new stadium? And I, right now, definitely not. I 100 percent agree. And I don't I don't think it's going to happen anytime soon. I well, think that a lot of the residents of New Orleans don't want to see the Superdome gone either. So I think that uh, I think I might even go with the prediction that. Lambo might be gone before the Superdome. <laughs> wow, that is a that's bold a, prediction. That's a bold prediction. I mean, there's a reason why Soldier and Lambo oh. Field are both still around. And by the way, don't have corporate names to their stadiums, and it's because of the history. Yeah. I don't know. The Superdome is one of the most historical, significant stadiums in the league. I just don't know if it's significant enough. I mean, when was the last time it was renovated? Was 2006? They sunk 320 million into it. Um, and then again in 2011, they put more money into it. So, uh, I, and it is on the uh, National Register of Historic Places, by the way. Um, so it's going to be interesting. Yeah, I don't know. And fun fact, I didn't actually know this. In 2013, for the Super Bowl, um, the Superdome's own power system was never compromised. It actually happened a quarter mile away from the Superdome through oh. their uh, electrical utility. So was that the grid? Yeah, it had nothing to do with the Superdome. Interesting. I, I actually, you know what, that makes a lot of sense because you would think in preparation for this event, you have thousands, hundreds and thousands of people on staff to make sure something like this does not happen. But they don't check the grid. The most lucrative event of the year, yeah. period. Yep. But the grid, yeah, the grid is a completely different story. That's up to municipal workers, mm-hmm. municipal jurisdictions. So. Mm-hmm. All right, yeah, fun fact. Fun fact. Um, all right, our next sequential bet was the color of the Gatorade dumped on the coach, in this case, Gary Kubiak, um, the now Super Bowl winning coach of um, of this the Super Denver Bowl Bron- 50, of the Denver Broncos. <laughs> um, and Matt, you said yellow Gatorade. I took a larger risk, and I said red Red Gatorade. The safe money was on blue or orange, of course, based on the color of the teams. Matt, they dumped orange Gatorade on the winning. They dumped Denver orange. Broncos. You know what? Correct me if I'm wrong. Correctly, correct me if I failed colors. I would love to. Grade. 
Don't yellow and red make orange? <laughs> um, maybe. Yeah, I think. I think they do. Sure. So I think. They're, they're, it's at least in between on the spectrum. I think we both get a half a point on that no, one. No. No. We <laughs> lost fair and square. But I do want to point out, um, I got, I'm pulling up the actual odds right now because I know the odds were... Uh, on on orange, they were five to four odds. So a dollar bet pays you, what's it, eighty cents if you win. I mean, you you lose money if you win. How do you make green? I don't know, Matt. That's for <laughs> elementary school children to know. I probably forgot that as an adult. No one needs to know that. No, isn't green? Uh... I de- I know for a fact that blue and red make purple. That's a that's a guarantee. <laughs> That's the Matt Mariani guarantee. I, I can I can absolutely guarantee you guarantee. that red and blue will always make purple. But okay, let's see how to make orange. <laughs> how to make orange? Oh Lord! Ask Siri how to make orange. No, not how to make She'll money. Say, Pick it off the tree and squeeze it <laughs> into a glass. I don't understand what you said. Can you repeat that? <laughs> Oh, wait, yes. Start with a true orange. Add a mix of brown to a true red. If you do not have orange, use red and yellow to make orange. Okay. So confirmed. Red and yellow combined to make orange. However, it does not help our Super Bowl bet. Yeah, was that what we were talking about? I got, <laughs> I got very distracted. We're so off the map. I love it. I love it. Um after the gate and Matt, you know what it means when they dump the Gatorade on a coach? Um, it means the game. It, it means the game is over and they've won. Yes, we made a oh. bet. Oh, okay. We made a bet on who we thought would win. Do you remember? I do remember that. Yeah. Of course. What What was the final score? The final score was, I believe, Denver Broncos twenty four, Carolina Panthers ten. Yes, you're absolutely right. Um. Matt, you wagered Denver to win 24 to 18. Yes. So not not too far off. For a not second there, I thought off. Carolina would go back and go for two. Um, and maybe you could have the perfect score. I, I however have, not to brag a little bit, but I was even closer in my work pool. Oh really? I, uh, I bet with my coworkers I, I had uh I had a bet saying that the final score was going to be Broncos twenty four, Panthers fourteen. Ooh. So that's Even closer, but still, I mean, not not bad for government work there. It's not too bad. Uh, I, however, <laughs> bet Carolina to win thirty-four to fifteen. Wah, wah. <laughs> um, and so, uh, I decided that, and you can disagree. The scores, I don't think we were ever going to get right. Let's be honest. That was that was a pretty long shot. But you did pick the winner, so I think you get a point for that. Fair enough. I think that's fair. Bringing you to four zero. This is points. starting to look like um, Super Bowl Forty Seven. Was it Forty Broncos uh, Seahawks? Yes, I'm. I'm the Peyton Manning of this show. <laughs> That's why my forehead is so big. Um, <laughs> after that, it's time for the uh, the end of the game. And Matt, what was one of the first questions asked of Peyton Manning as he got off? As he one got of off the, the sideline onto the field, Mister Peyton Manning, what? Uh, who? Who do you have to thank for this? And he said, "Of course, Papa John." Papa John. My longtime Papa friend. Man, Papa John. My favorite joke about that. So if you were watching the Super Bowl, of course, you saw as time ticked down and he went to go step onto the field, Papa John ran over on the sideline 
and forced Peyton Manning to embrace him. Um, and my favorite tweet was, I think the onion tweeted it and they said, um, Papa John establishes alibi at Super Bowl 50. <laughs> and I'm like, that's exactly the kind of thing you would do. Like, well, the whole world saw me there. I definitely didn't murder her. Um, <laughs> I liked, um, the, the meme they turned it into with, uh, it had, uh, the picture, it had the picture of Peyton Manning embracing Papa John and the caption underneath was Papa John. I've done what you, what you've asked. <laughs> Please let my family go. Let my family go. Yeah. 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 Yeah, that was weird. Equally as weird as the Budweiser plugs, which he did, what, two, three times? That was strange. That was super strange. That was very Did you hear the story of why he did that? Um, why they think he did? I've, I've actually heard two conflicting reports. All right. Uh, two conflicting accounts about that. Um, one side has it. One, one party says that uh, Budweiser paid him more money to, to mention uh, – to mention Budweiser, then he actually was paid to play in the Super Bowl, which was two million dollars. Right, two million dollars. Yeah. I, I, somebody had said that he, they, that Budweiser had paid him four million to, uh-huh. to mention Budweiser. Um, the other side I heard is that Budweiser actually penalized him for saying, for mentioning Budweiser because he was not under contract to say which i found to be kind of impossible because i think any 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 marketing is good marketing right why would they penalize you for it would be like you or i saying we're gonna go have a budweiser like that's not a crime you can't sue me for saying that like that's that doesn't make no matt would you i'm happy to set the record straight yes please do according to budweiser they did not pay him a dime now that makes sense to some degree because there are laws in the nfl rule book that state that you cannot promote um, – I don't know the exact rule, but there are rules that say you can't do what he did. You can't promote beer brands while well, on the field representing the game or some some rule, which people think he may okay. get fined for. No, the actual reason people think that he did that is because Peyton Manning is a partial owner of several Budweiser bottling companies in the greater Louisiana area. Yes, I did hear that. Now, that's the only rumor I've heard that makes any sense. That makes a lot of sense, yes. Because um, Budweiser be honest, pretty quickly he, tweeted out that that they did not pay him, um, which I believe, um, because like I said, it's against the NFL rules. Um, right, right. And uh, I don't think there's any reason for Budweiser to lie about that. No, and that's also a weird... A we- I don't even think like Budweiser's marketing department would even ask. Like That's such a weird... Exactly. Thing to to do to sponsor. Yeah, the uh, ex- acceptance speech of a yeah Super Bowl win. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but that part I thought that part was kind of weird. Like that you would mention that specifically. At least you would. I mean, you would think you would say go have some beer or a beer. He said he actually his exact words. I believe he said a ton of Budweiser. Yeah. Did you see a lot of Budweiser or something like that? Did you see the craft brewers association sent him a letter and a box of craft beer, of various craft <laughs> beers. And they, someone posted the letter online and it was like, you know, Peyton, congratulations on winning the super bowl. We know you like beer. We would like you to try a sample of the more than 4,000 craft brewers in America. They sent him like a big box of beers, um, kind of shaming him for his, his Budweiser plug. Mm. Um, but we had a bet, Matt, 
about Peyton Manning's retirement. Now, it went like this. You wagered if Peyton Manning won the Super Bowl, he would announce his retirement. I bet that if he lost the Super Bowl, he would announce his retirement. And if he didn't win the Super Bowl, he would keep playing. Yeah. Which... That's a win for you. That is a win for me. I'm gonna. I'm gonna take. for you. I'm gonna take that one. And looking back, I think that was a that was my long shot bet. Yes. I think you had the power outage. I had this the retirement. I mean, I don't personally. I don't care win lose. I don't care if a sinkhole opened in the middle of the game and they forfeited. I don't think it mattered. I don't think he was gonna announce his retirement. Yeah, I think that was a that was a long shot bet. I I I I just uh, I just I I I didn't think that he was going to say it during the the half i just thought on the on the off chance he did that would be another point on our little uh our little game <laughs> um but yeah it's it, it's not really the time or the place to announce something like that is it it's it's uh the super bowl making an announcement like that is just taking credit away from your team and taking the attention away from your Mm -hmm. team and that's not really what peyton manning is about and to be honest i mean at that point you're at the high of winning the super bowl he may not be ready to make that decision to be completely honest i mean as much as you feel leading up to that game you're ready to retire you know it's very hard for these guys to walk away from the game at least historically that's been the case so um to to be honest in that moment maybe he was he wanted to say it and just said well gosh that was fun and I, i can't believe we just won the super bowl maybe i can do another year so I don't think he was in any place to do that. Yeah, and you know what? It's not really the moment he has to make that decision. Right. Yeah, he can announce it a week from now. He can announce it three months from now. You know, like he doesn't have to make that decision until August, I guess. Yeah. Whenever they start training camp. Yeah. So. Yeah, he has some time to think about. He it. does, and, and for now he's going to enjoy his win. He's going to have some Papa Johns, and he's going <laughs> to have some Budweiser. I guess. I guess so. And some Oreo cookies with his nationwide insurance. Um, you know, <laughs> I, I will say too, the um if you want to hear an interesting we won't rehash it now, but go listen to our last episode. I thought we had a really good talk about where Peyton Manning could end up next, um, if he continues to play. So we won't rehash it, but it's a good one. Go listen to it uh, if you haven't from last week. We had one last bet, Matt. One we last did. one. That to do with the MVP speech. So of course you know. Um, every single, uh, every single, uh, player when they win the MVP gets the opportunity to give a speech, um, on national television and you can bet on what the first thing they say in the speech is the first person or persons they reference. We had options like God, their team, their city, or their fans, their coach, their family, or even none of the above. Now this was an interesting bet map because we did not bet the same way you Mm -hmm. bet. Whoever the MVP was, they would mention God first. And I said, well, obviously Peyton Manning or Cam Newton will be the MVP. How could it possibly be a third person? Therefore, if Peyton Manning wins, he'll mention his team. But if Cam Newton wins, he'll mention God. Well, Matt, you kind of blew it. I super blew it. Um, (laughs) Because neither Peyton Manning nor Cam Newton won the MVP. It was, in fact, uh, defense player Von Miller. Um, although I tweeted Von Moeller, and I just noticed that, which wasn't good. Um, Von Miller, um, and the first thing he mentioned in his speech was his team. Was his team and his teammates, uh, which have two-to-one odds um, if you were to bet. And uh, and none of us get points for that. Nope. We blew that one. No, we did. But, Matt, that means 
Drum roll, please. You have won the 2016 Super Bowl Prop Bet Challenge by a score of 4 to 1. Congratulations. Thank you, sir. I will wear that title with pride. At least for the next year. For the next year. For the next year. Super Bowl Prop Bet Champion. Champion. We got to get you like a trophy or something. Now I'm going to Disneyland. I'm going. <laughs> they don't do that anymore, I don't think. No, I, I don't think they do. Think you're going to have some Budweiser. That should be the I new thing. I haven't heard that uh, in a while. I'm going to Disneyland. I'm going to Disneyland. It used to be a big thing, wasn't it? It was. I feel like every every Super Bowl, I'm going to Disneyland. Maybe Disneyland doesn't pay anymore. I don't think they do. They I mean, they might go there anyway, but they don't say it. They're probably doing fine without the endorsement, to be honest. Of, of Yeah. Are you like, are you like, well, if the Super Bowl MVP is going to Disneyland, maybe I should. I hadn't thought about Disneyland before at any point in my life, but I'm thinking about it now. Mm. Hmm. Now, as a, as a partial shareholder in Disney. Oh, smart, company, smart man. I own exactly one share. Smart man. They Smart. just they just announced the highest earnings ever for the Disney Corporation. So you're you're on the up and up. Thank you. Um, I uh, I would would definitely thank Disneyland. I mean, not thank I would thank I would thank <laughs> Disneyland for the win. <laughs> and for, for some reason, I don't know what they did to help me win the Super Bowl. I would thank Disneyland, and I would say that I was going to Disneyland if I was the Super Bowl MVP. So when I win the Super Bowl with my um, brand new NFL franchise, mm-hmm. the uh, the Fighting Ducks, <laughs> the Fighting Disneyland Ducks. That's right. <laughs> they do own a sports franchise. I forget that. They they own two, I think. Well, they own the the, the ducks, but what do you know? They don't own the the angels, or they? No, they no, to... no. I think they just did the movie. I don't think they own them. I thought they owned them at one point. Oh, maybe. Oh, I, I have to look that up. I um, do know. Uh, I think Nintendo is a partial owner of the Seattle Mariners. Oh, the that's Major interesting. Owner, I think. Yeah, Nintendo Corporation. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. Um. By the way, <clears throat> I don't want to get bogged down, but uh, and this is an absolute inside reference to Matt and I, so nobody else will get this. But Matt, if you remember our little um, ten thousand dollar mock investment from twenty eleven, we made. Do you know what that's I, worth I told, today? Oh, I hope it's worth a lot. What's it worth today? Well, you nearly doubled your money. It's worth uh, nineteen thousand three hundred dollars. Why didn't I invest real money? I mean, mind you, in such great corporations, uh, I can tell you, you made your most money on Starbucks, Home Depot, Activision, um, and the only ones you lost money Ow. on were uh, were Best Buy and uh, and and Tim Hortons. Although they ultimately got sold, so you don't own them anymore. And and why IBM. Invested, why would I invest in Activision? That's such a random thing to invest. Because in. all of these are just things you thought of. Because it's, it's literally on, on like, you know, Home Depot, Depot, Best Buy, Microsoft, <laughs> Starbucks. They're just brands you've heard of. Yeah, it might, I might have just been like driving home, hit up the driving home from Home Depot, stopped in yeah. the Starbucks. You, you've and, more uh, than doubled your money on Activision. So yeah. you, you did good. You did good. Anyway, that's no fun for anyone at home. Um, All right, Matt, we're just about out of time. We've gone through all our bets. You have won. Um, But the one part of the Super Bowl we didn't get to talk to and we'll we'll give a very brief amount of time to is the commercials, Matt. Was there anything about the commercials that that you wanted to highlight? I would like to have talked about the commercials. I know. 
a lot of people are coming up to me and saying that this was the least effective year. I hear that from everyone. Everybody's saying that. However, it's the first year I can personally say that I actually bought a product advertised directly because of a Super Bowl commercial. Can you guess, Mr. Jennings, what that item might have been? Matt, how was your quesalupa? Oh, it was not the case. No, that seems like such a Matt Mariani thing. Now, I am I am going to get tomorrow. Actually, <laughs> specifically tomorrow. I said Friday is Cape Quesalupa Day. Oh I'm going Lord, Quesalupa. Um, there was a whole debacle with that, by the way. Apparently, my local Taco Bell did not participate in the. Um, you know, they were promoting it as a, a secret uh, menu item that you yes. could reserve the day before. The day before the Super Bowl, you could go and pick up the item. Uh, in a mystery box because they weren't telling you what the item was until the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. I made a reservation to get this item, but my local Taco Bell was not participating. Whatever. Um, <laughs> very, very disappointing. <laughs> Much disappointment. I wasn't about to drive over the Tappan Zee Bridge and pay a toll to go get a uh, case of Lupa. Yes. No, Matt, um, what, what did you uh, what did you buy? I bought myself one pound of death wish coffee hey that's right the the small business winner (laughs) the small business contest winner got themselves into the super bowl winning a contest for a uh entered that i know if only we had a uh a product to sell what we do what what are we doing right here matt i guess this is a product you know what maybe we should develop our own indie coffee brand up for debate coffee up for debate coffee doesn't make any sense up for but yes. coffee up for yeah, coffee and the spin off the game nights flavor game nights edition yeah no but uh yeah i bought a i bought a uh, one pound bag of the uh the wonderful death wish coffee it just came in today oh, uh, it that's came pretty with good. a rather large bumper sticker um with their logo and name um i'm not sure what i'm going to do with that probably not going to put it on my car but i might put it on my refrigerator um <laughs> And uh, I just got an email. Thank they were th- they're very nice. They were thanking me for trying their product, and um, they are apparently selling T-shirts on Amazon. Yeah. Uh, if I was interested in buying it, and now, guess what? I see Death Wish coffee ads everywhere because I'm pr- pretty sure it's oh. because I bought I bought from their site. Thanks, but that's tracking okay. cookies. I'm okay with that. Yeah, <laughs> thanks to the cookies, but. I'm okay with that because it would just if it wasn't if it wasn't Death Wish Coffee, it would be like Uniqlo. I shop at Uniqlo a lot. <laughs> Probably be Uniqlo. I don't know. I'd rather see Death Wish Coffee. Yeah, I, I wonder how a small company like Death Wish Coffee handles the absolute onslaught of sales I'm sure they got following that commercial. Like how do you even prepare for that? Yeah. That's kind of amazing. But okay, you know what? Good for that. So yeah, I, I actually read a I read a news report the following day about Death Wish Coffee. About they're a very small distributor in upstate New York. Um, and they are uh, they were they were overwhelmed. They said by the business that was generated oh, from sure. their their Super Bowl placement. So if anyone's looking for a job out there, <laughs> Death Wish is growing. All of Death Wish. They're yeah, they're growing. They're That's a growing cool. Property. Yeah, that was a fun commercial. Any other uh, commercials stick out for you? Um. No, <laughs> you know what? You know what? The main reason I point out my theory. Okay, I have a theory why people didn't uh, be attracted to the commercials this year. Mm-hmm. 
as opposed to other years was. This year, more than any other, was the year of the single ad, right? Think back even five or ten years ago, right? Budweiser or Pepsi would have eight ads during the Super Bowl, and it would usually be the same ad or very similar ads. This year, Budweiser had one ad. Yeah. Bud Light had one ad. Hyundai had a couple, but most companies, even like big, big companies. That was very unusual. Had one, Doritos had two, which I think is a low for them. I actually, yeah, and I point, I actually pointed that out to the people I was with uh, watching the Super Bowl. I was like, where, you know, Budweiser, yeah, I, I thought Budweiser didn't have any. I guess they did have one. They uh, did, but, and, and it was very similar to the ones they've been running before the Super Bowl. Yeah. But mind you, it wasn't rememberable. But I think that's why people don't remember them is because there were so many individual companies and ads and concepts yeah. that, that it's not like Coke did the polar bears four times. So you really remember the polar the bears. Clydesdales? I don't even think they made an appearance. I swear they were on for like two frames. Like they're they, all, they were always... flashed up and they were done. I know. It was very surprising. You know, the, uh, the newest memorable character, speaking of the Clydesdales and um, the uh... – the, the Doritos characters. Um, now we have the uh, the stomach, the animated stomach, because oh. apparently apparently everybody has uh, is suffering from constipation due to uh, opioids. Opioid, opioids. <laughs> I thought that was pretty strange. Tur- turns out, Matt, in the world of marketing, <laughs> you can turn constipation uh, lower intestines into a fun, <laughs> lovable character. Now, Matt, who do you think? Let's do this. Who would win in a fight, though? The 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 stomach constipation monster or the toe fungus guy? Did you oh, see that commercial? Okay. I thought you were going to say the Clydesdale. No, 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 definitely no, no, win. no. But but uh-huh. who would who would win in the gross medical commercial character fight? The, the, I would. The grosser one is the toe fungus guy for sure. Yeah. The stomach is an anatomical part of everyone's body. I think that the toe fungus is gross, but. Um, the stomach's too soft. That's my problem. I think yeah, you know he's, he's got he's pretty happy too. He's gonna he's kick his happy. ass. Right. He was for being constipated from too many opioids. He was he was having the time of his I, life. I thought that was rather unusual. It that was. There were so many commercials focusing on that problem. Is that a common problem for uh, for the uh, the market, the Super Bowl market? I guess enough. I guess enough. And 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 I was surprised that they, that those companies actually generate the kind of I guess it's big pharma, right? Yeah, big well, pharmaceutical. Just, just think, company. Matt. We're so, we're selling medications to solve constipation caused by the other medications we're selling. So hey, you're selling, right? It, it's a brilliant what a, system. What a whirlwind! I love it. What a whirlwind! Now I I was I was a little confused. Did the opioids cause constipation? Yes, or? it's a side effect. It's a side. Or I, I I didn't know if that it was that or if they were using the opioids to treat their constipation. No, no, no. no. Opioids are like um, uh, painkillers. Heavy pain, duty painkillers. Pain That's what I mean. Is because because I, I thought one of them said like if you're so constipated that you need to use more opioids. opioids? No, 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 no. I don't know the exact science, but whatever chemical blocks side the pain effect. receptors also blocks oh, what so in your yeah. whatever intestine makes you poop. So um, yeah. it, it's it's just a side effect. Okay. Um, I no, just thought it, yeah, it was a little bit uh, unusual that so many of those commercials were on. Yeah, it was it was not a great year for commercials. The one I usually because you know everyone talks about it after Super Bowl. The one I usually point to is the one that I really liked. Um, was the the Heinz ketchup puppy a wiener dog commercial oh you like that oh wait, you i know mean the, uh, and i know a lot monkey baby no baby. no 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 the the heinz one the heinz ketchup one 
There was the family of all the ketchup bottles, and there were the wiener dogs and the hot dog costumes, and they were running up to the family. Oh, okay. See, I, I like that commercial, but I forgot that it was a Heinz commercial. Yes, and it wasn't particularly memorable. Yeah. It, and it wasn't like flashy or catchy or in your face. I just thought it was a good, funny, basic ad, and that's what I liked about that's it. What, like, that's it's kind of funny, and it have. made me smile, because yeah. most of them were just, it was like, uh, set up, set up, set up, punchline, joke, end. Like, that was all the ads were like that. Most of them were like, let me throw a famous person in your face. Yes. Oh, by the way, here's our product. That's what I thought yeah. a lot of them were. It was For weak. Everyone had had a famous person, it seemed. Uh, like, a lot, of, a lot of celebrities, but not you, a whole lot of substance. You think back to, like, some of the best Super Bowl commercials of all time, your Apple 1984, your Budweiser Frogs, your... They're all large ideas in or, or really simple concepts, right? It's not about the joke or the punchline. It's just yeah. about a, an idea. And this year, like I give you a good, did you see the, the Jeff Goldblum apartments.com ad? Yes. Where yeah. it was uh-huh. all just a bunch of puns, you know, mm-hmm. with George and Wheezy, George Washington and Wheezy. Yeah. It was just, it was just a, a pun joke. The whole thing was a pun. There was no plot or, or point to it. It was yeah. just a series of jokes. It required too much thought, I thought, for a Super Bowl ad. And, like, uh, an ad should just be catchy and memorable, and that was just way overdone. Yeah. So. Very much so. As the the advertising guy, I will say, the ads were good enough, but Mm -hmm. I think this was the year the sort of, whoa, Super Bowl commercials, you know, get excited thing collapsed under its own weight. We expected the world, and while they delivered good, good ads... They were never going to meet the expectation. I'm, I'm really hoping that they're going to make a, a comeback next year, though. I, I miss the Doritos ads. I used to really like the Doritos. I thought the I thought Doritos pretty handily won, in my well, mind, best ad. It, it's kind of – Doritos has the best system in the world because they don't make the ads. People make the ads, and they just air them. Yeah. It's great. And they air that, the best that's what That's what Intuit did with the, um, with the Death Wish coffee thing. They didn't mm-hmm. have to make an ad. They, they gave it to somebody else, so – yeah. I mean, it's a really good gimmick. Right. Yeah, um, definitely. Um, whatever happened to Pizza Hut? I feel like Pizza Hut used to do Super Bowl ads. Yeah, there was a no lot. Domino's but ad not, either. I'm talking like I'm talking like at least 10, 15 oh, years. Yeah. Talking a while. But I think they did a lot. They just did more advertising back then in general. Yeah. Um, I don't even know the last time I, I saw a Pizza Hut ad just in general. Do you remember the anthropomorphic pizza slice they used to have on their commercials? Vaguely. Used to talk. Vaguely. Forgot his name. He had a name. S- and he, slice? He always, I don't know. I think, he, I think his name was Slice. Something yeah. lame like that. Yeah. Um. That's a that's a good uh, that's a good question. Uh, what I remember is um. Is the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? Yeah. Pizza Head. Pizza Head. <laughs> and then there was there was like an arch villain and it was the uh his arch nemesis was like the pizza cutter uh let's the see it's, there's a whole like wikipedia his... his pizza cutter nemesis steve steve <laughs> it was steve yeah they call him a spokes character steve he was just a, like a silent he was just a pizza cutter with googly eyes and he was silent he would always do something nefarious to to pour a slice Oh my god! They did, they did a whole head. bunch of these. They did like sixteen yeah. of them. Oh, I remember. Yeah, I remember those those ads very well. I'm gonna have to. They were some uh, of my favorite ads. 
Here we go. For the for the folks at home, now Matt, you time. won't get to see it, but uh, I'll put it up on the screen here for the folks at home to see. Um, these. Oh man, this is this is really lame. He's just, he's just <laughs> a little pizza slice. This is really. Yeah, he was, and they they arranged the toppings to look like a face. Yes, they did. <laughs> I can't believe this passed as advertising. And in the end, you know, the pizza head would usually get screwed over in some horrible way. Usually yep. wind up getting eaten or eaten by a dog or a human or thrown into a swimming pool, something like that. That sucks. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I guess it's better than avoid the noid, but uh, yeah. uh, it is it is something. Um, all right, Matt, that's it. We're out of time. All right. For the folks at home, that was a, that was a fun episode. That was a I fun like episode. When we, we got off the rail a couple times, but that's what made it fun. Yeah, I think. Um, and Indeed. any uh, any indication what we're gonna what we're gonna do next week, or uh, are we gonna are we gonna hold off and keep the folks at home in suspense? We haven't talked about it yet. Oh uh, yeah, we definitely haven't talked about it yet, and I think we should keep our fans in. keep our options open. We should keep our fans in suspense. Oh hey, look there you go. They, they probably all turned it off. They thought, well, they're done there. Um, <laughs> Yes, so we will. But I think people should come back next week, episode 45, uh, on our website, upfordebate.tv, and, of course, on Twitter, at upfordebate.tv, or no dot, upfordebate.tv. But go to the website, because we've got all the past episodes, and if you click on the uh, links button, what's amazing there is you have all the places to follow us, Facebook, Twitter, SoundCloud, YouTube, and all the places to subscribe, iTunes, Stitcher, um, RSS, um, and, of course, we're on most major podcast apps. So be sure to check that out. Um, and I will give a mini plug for Game Nights, the game podcast Matt and I do along with Colby and Dan. Of course, we're in the middle of our Dungeons & Dragons adventure. We had some great episodes last time. Uh, we did we taped, um, I thought. Yeah, definitely. We, we had our big battle. I won't tell you how it ends. Um, but, uh, but a couple great ones coming down the pipe. They come out... Towards the end of the week, so actually this this week's will probably be out tomorrow uh, on Friday, um, but just go to the website gamenights.tv uh, and get all the episodes. But that's a real fun one. I recommend people check that out as well. Matt, anything else uh, before we conclude here? I think um, can we end it? Can we end it on a dab? I think we should end it oh, on a dab. Oh uh, no! I can. I, you know you dab, dab. You dab, and I'll Superman. How's that? All right, I'll dab you, Superman, because that's how we should end all it. All right. We didn't get enough of it in the Super Bowl. At least I, I didn't get enough of it. So That's right. All right. So on behalf of Matt, this is Sean wishing you all good night and Oh All right. Now I think that's done. how you dab. Isn't that you just go like <laughs> yeah. that? Yes. Yes, that's how you dab. And yeah. I, I think Superman's really just kind of ripping your shirt open. Um, yeah. I should have gotten something with buttons and I really could have gone for it. Could have gone for it there. Damn. Next time. Next time. Next time uh, Caroline is in the Super Bowl. Maybe we'll actually get to see some Maybe next year. Who knows? All right. All right.